0: Well, a new day for a new basketball league. The Overtime Elite League held its first event Friday night at the OTE Arena in Atlanta. It positioned itself as a new path to the NBA for some top high school prospects. If you check out the video on YouTube, you will see a different game presentation, a different broadcasting style, all in the form and all in the style of Overtime Elite. So a new basketball league started over the weekend, one to keep your eye on. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Monday, November 1st. i made Abe Cannot believe it is November already. Where has the time gone? Just eight weeks left of 2021. Let's start with news around the NHL Players Association as they have scheduled an executive board call today that will feature a player rep from all 32 teams. The NHLPA wants to learn more about what the Players Association and its leadership knew about the black. Sexual assault scandal, and it could discuss the future of executive director Don Fear. If the subject of Fear's conduct comes up, the board could go into an executive session that would exclude Don Fear from the meeting. This comes as support for Don Fear among union staff has reportedly waned in light of Fear's lack of recollection surrounding the details of his knowledge around Kyle Beach's accusations against video coach Brad Aldrich. So per the report around the investigation, fear was contacted in multiple instances by different parties and failed to act. Now the Players Association wants more details about what Fear knew and when, and it could lead to questions about Fear's leadership. Meanwhile, Beach was slated to meet with Fear on Saturday in a video conference call. He did meet with Commissioner Gary Bettman on Saturday, and Bettman asked him what the league could do to better protect players. Bettman reportedly expressed regret over what Beach had experienced. He also offered the NHL's help in any range of circumstances, Services. So this story, certainly not over. There'll be more to come here, specifically after the Players Association meets today. Let's shift to a lot of news around the National Women's Soccer League. Lakers and Dodgers investor Todd Boley is in talks to buy the NWSL's Washington Spirit from owner Stephen Baldwin. This offer is a sign of serious interest in the team and in the NWSL by Boley, Now, Baldwin's co-owner, Y. Michelle Kang, has also been in talks to buy the team. This is an interesting sale to watch. Now, Boley is a heavy hitter. He is just the type of owner and operator the National Women's Soccer League needs. But Kane has been at the team. She knows the controversial issues surrounding the team. She wants to lead the team, and she is popular with the players. So this story bears watching to see who the NWSL selects as the next owner of the Washington Spirit. This all comes as more turnover in the Spirit's front office. As president of sporting operations, Larry Best, resigned from his position. This comes after Best had been under fire following the NWSLs investigation into the spirits, workplace, and culture. You know, one team that really seems to get it in the NWSL is the franchise in Kansas City led by Chris and Angie Long. They are doing a lot of the right things, and over the weekend, they announced the team's new name. It will be called the Kansas City Current. The team's previous brand was simply KC NWSL, but now the team has a new name, has a new logo. It has plans for a new stadium. It has plans for a new training facility. Again, just the type of investment the NWSL needs because, frankly, it needs stronger. Better funded owners. Meanwhile, the NWSL did agree to terms of the NWSL Players Association's eight demands in the wake of the sexual harassment and toxic workplace allegations that have rocked this league. Among the demands, well, two members of the Players Association will be part of a five person committee overseeing an investigation. The players also want to play a role in the search for a new commissioner of the league, and they ask to meet with the potential candidates. Now, I do believe the NWSL would like interim CEO Marla Messing to eventually become the next commissioner. Marla Messing is a very experienced operator, but whoever is up for the job, who's ever a finalist for the job, whoever gets this job as the NWSL's next commissioner, it's going to be a very very significant hire and one we need to keep our eye on. Let's shift over to the NFL because yesterday CBS Sports' Jason Lockenfora reported that former Raiders coach John Gruden is considering a lawsuit against Commissioner Roger Goodell and the NFL over the handlings of emails that, of course, resulted in Gruden resigning just a few weeks ago. Now, John Gruden has reached a settlement with the Raiders, but Lockenfora reported that Gruden is out roughly $50 million in future salary after reaching Reaching that settlement and now is potentially taking aim at the league. Regardless, The issue around these emails around the Washington football team is far from over. And this has not been the best of weeks for Commissioner Roger Goodell. Many critics have called out his handling of the emails surrounding the Washington football team. I read a number of columns over the weekend this morning. Peter King writes, It struck him how tone-deaf Goodell sounded when speaking to the media last week and saying the sanctions... On the Washington football team and owner Daniel Snyder were just. It also struck Peter King, like it has many for some time, that Washington, this was once a flagship franchise of the NFL. And King writes he is amazed how the NFL is bending over backwards to support an owner who's run one of the best franchises in the game. Into the ground. So, very strong words from Peter King critiquing the NFL's handling of the Washington football team and basically its relationship with Dan Snyder. Let's end on a couple of news around people. First, longtime sports business and social responsibility academic and leader Richard Labchick is stepping down as director of the DeVos Sports Business Management Graduate Program at the University of Central Florida. That's one of the top programs in the U.S. Labchick has signed with the Harry Walker Agency for public speaking. So he will now take his strong message around the United States on speaking tours and now has a speaking agency. There will be a national search to replace Lapchik at UCF. And he has led the sports business management program at UCF since 2002. Now he'll speak nationally about sports and social responsibility and social justice. Richard Lapchick, incredibly well regarded. He has been committed to teaching young people for so many years. His programs always have some of the strongest students I've ever met and spoken to. He has also been a regular columnist at Sports Business Journal. We wish him all the best as he moves on from his daily teaching routine at the University of Central Florida. And finally, condolences to Red Sox Nation. After the death of longtime Red Sox television broadcaster and former player Jerry Remy, he died of cancer at the age of 68 on Saturday night. Incredibly sad. Remy had stepped away as analyst on Neston's Red Sox broadcast in early August to undergo treatment for lung cancer. This was the seventh time Jerry Remy had been diagnosed with cancer following his initial diagnosis in 2008. It had been a long, rough journey for Jerry Remy. If you lived in New England at all, Jerry Remy was the soundtrack of your spring, summer, and fall. He had great wit, great class. He will be tremendously missed jerry remy dead at the age of 68 so that is your morning buzzcast for monday november 1st i made mad i will be in chicago for the rest of the week at our brand innovation summit if you're there ping me i would love to say hello meanwhile i'll speak to you again i hope on friday so again this is your morning buzzcast for monday november 1st have a great week stay healthy be good to each other i'll speak to you later in the week